Do you hear Bill Withers? I do. Uh, yeah, the, the, the music of Bill Withers. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot 702 on Wednesday, August 5th. You might be able to tell I have a I have a lot of energy. I feel like we have a lot to get to today, but I don't think it's a lot. It's several things that we can talk a lot about. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, no, yes. <laughs> Did you just drop something? My phone. <laughs> I am... Uh, there are times... I mean, it happens. Uh, you make mistakes, whether it's 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 just a dumb, careless mistake, or it's a mis- it's something that winds up being a mistake after the fact. And I am talking about unsafe sex. Did I have I- a question. Not yes, to interrupt you. So I'm watching the recap on CBS this morning. Mm-hmm. Are they literally just playing like on a YMCA? Basketball court, the NBA. No, uh, there's a lot of athletic facilities down at Disney. It's I think it's called the Wide World of Sports. And, they, and are people watching via like Zoom? There's like people there, yeah. like on screen. Yeah, that's it's a, weird. It, okay, it's a, <laughs> it's a lot less creepy than baseball putting digital fans in the stands. It's super weird. Like where it yeah, looks like World Series '92, the NES game. It looks weird. Yeah, yeah, you're like. Right. <laughs> A thousand percent like, hey, there's fans cheering an opposing team's home run. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, but the NBA stuff, uh, my dad told me about, he's like, there's fans at the game. I was like, that's not possible. And then I, I, when he explained it, I figured it out that they put some kind of like green screen things in mm-hmm. in that court. And then people through Zoom, as you said, can digitally put themselves in. It's a lot more. The Basketball has been great. Major League Baseball has been presidential yeah. <laughs> in their execution. Right. Sorry to go. I, never mind. I'll, I'll forget the phone thing. Um, so speaking of uh, let's, let's do some fun things, to, some fun audio pieces to start. Okay. Yeah. First one is this, and I am, I'm challenging. Wait, are we on the air? I want to, uh, I would like Dr. Durant or anybody else to do this. Um, I don't know if he's doc. I think he might be Dr. Adam Vineski at Ottawa Hills. Those are the only superintendents I know, but this was kind of neat. And and I, I don't know if Mr. Vinesky, you got to have, well, this guy doesn't have a whole lot of rhythm and not a great voice, but it, it's well done. You can't touch this. Have you heard this? You can't touch this. No. Okay. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, my coronavirus hits me so hard. All the teachers say, oh my lord, COVID is stressing me. All the updates from the CDC. Lysol can't be found. I've looked all around this town. I've had no luck. And these are the things huh, you can't touch. I told you, students. You can't touch this. You better pull that mask off. You can't touch this. <laughs> it's I the like CDC, that. not me. Hey, go wash your hands. Fresh new rules and plans. Let's all be safe. Go wash your hands. So move. It's a CDC, not me. I love that. That's awesome. That's cool. I like that. A uh, principal in Alabama, uh, I, I believe, put that. Oh, someone in the South with sense. I love it. Yeah, um, it, it's really good. So I, I laughed a lot yesterday from from that. I'm in a really good mood. I know you've had like a crummy couple of days. Your your call yesterday got canceled that you had to rush off to. Yeah, and then she like recalled me. It was just like. Oh, we were just going to discuss your test results. I mean, I was like, you, you mean the ones I got Friday that I could have, like, went back to bed for? Like, I was, 
don't know if anyone ever, anyone has ever done telehealth, but it is. Apparently, it's not a Mercy or ProMedica thing. It's just the everywhere thing because, like, you have to sign up on an app. And then you have to find the icon on the app, which they don't tell you where it is. They're like, it's in your appointments. I'm like, girl, there's a lot of things in my appointments. But I'm just having an old man person. So, like, um. Everybody's, like, getting used to it. So, it's. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah. And this was, like, my first real follow-up. Other than that, I, like, had, like, done it via, like, um. Lord have mercy. What's the word I'm looking for? The website. So this is my first time doing it on the app. So I was like, okay. Which was kind of easy after I figured it out. But it's all good. Um, news wasn't that dramatically bad. It's just my vitamin D is still low. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything else is leveled out. Can I tell like, Don't. I'm not a doctor. But I've been told that as well. And I, It's because we don't like the sun. Well, <laughs> I Googled it. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, but I don't like, go outside. That's fine. If <laughs> I remember, yeah, long story, very, very short. A doctor said, a lot of people where we live test low for, for vitamin D. And, you know, it's not that big a deal unless you're, like, extremely deficient. Um, but, yeah, I saw I saw yesterday. Reporter. Sorry. CBS yeah, is more. He's hot. That's Mo Lenga. I is think. that who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he is. Um, Fine. Sorry, people listening. I'm just getting distracted this morning. I'm lonely. Let's hit this real, <laughs> real fast because this is like an audio thing to start the the show. But I did laugh a lot yesterday. But I I did a lot of oh wow when I watched and heard that Beirut blast. It's- um, I'm fascinated by. It. I may or may not have it screen capped on my phone. I know that sounds very dark and scary, but. I've never seen a mushroom cloud in person. I know. I it, it was a, like a ground level mushroom cloud, and the boom. I mean, it looks like something that Hollywood made, and and they're going to be yesterday. I know the early things were thousands injured, thirty dead. I'm like, no way, not a chance. Now it's well over a, a hundred dead, and the president said it was an attack. It it seems like it was just a, oh, a, a like a careless explosive facility like because mm-hmm. you see the little you see the like little pop 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 pops on the video leading up to it it's kind of like a few years ago it could even yeah when our one one of the firework places up here kind of had like a mini explosion if you want to base it on this scale but like let's not, let's not say stuff before stuff is actually right because he wasn't the only one who said something i'm like it Sometimes freak accidents just happen, people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, it's irresponsible. And again, it go. It's with it's it's in his character and his name. Yeah. It's irresponsible to go. It it's an attack. You, um, but let's go back to him because he was the source of a lot of my humor yesterday. I don't think. Did you watch that whole Jonathan? I, I couldn't get through it, but I I enjoy, I've never seen that reporter before. Same. I I enjoyed him. Like yeah. he was. For all his facial expressions, he was asking like questions that I wanted answers to, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and I figured you found him attractive, even though he doesn't have facial hair. Was I right? Um, yeah, but yeah. this guy on CBS, ooh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, he could take over that, Cobra Commander. Mola Leggy, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like <laughs> he's my new Jim Cantori. Um like I, I, I want that kind of bald sexiness, not what I have. Right. But yeah, I really enjoyed that yesterday because Obviously, the guy was a, a a savvy and talented interviewer, and I guess he's in the in the president's press pool, so that's why he had the access, and you could tell that they they had the rapport. The best, 
and I, we don't want to dive too deep into this, but it was very entertaining. I kept waiting to hear live from New York at Saturday night or for John Oliver to pop out and go, we spliced all this together because it, it didn't seem real. The best analogy I heard was, it sounds like someone trying to do an oral book report who didn't read the book. Uh, it so for the few screenshots that I watched, it like this isn't me being political or me like being on my side or like saying like oh yeah we tried to warn you, but um, um, it's what's, what's that, that echo? Are, Are you queuing up for audio? Sorry, my phone, oh. <laughs> my 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 uh, bareback eleven falls off the board because it's so slick. That's what my phone does because I can't find my um case. Anyways, um. Like you, it's just I, when you think of a leadership, not even take politics out of it. When you think of like leadership, like a superintendent, a principal, a, a, a church leader, a mayor, a, a head of a household, whether that be a mother, grandfather, or far or or dad, like a head of leadership of some role. It was just like he for the position he's in. We'll put it this way. There's no way he should have been stuttering and stammering over questions and just brushing stuff off. Like, like I just this, think that... Sorry, like this, which is my favorite line from the whole thing. Do you read your recent brief? I do. do I you? read a lot. Really? You know, I read a lot. They like to say I don't read. I read a lot. Uh, you read your I, daily intelligence I comprehend brief. extraordinarily well, uh, <laughs> probably better than anybody that you've interviewed in a long time. Uh, I read a lot. I spend a lot of time with... Uh, at meetings, uh, usually it's once a day or uh, at least two or three times a week. Can I, have a, can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can you email me that audio? I just had a genius idea to make something, and I need it, like, after this is over, and you will have it by 10 o'clock. Yeah. I, I, I want to play with that audio, and I have – you'll probably play it tomorrow, and you'll just be like, boy, you are a comedic – genius i'll get i'll get the so somebody took the five best lines and put some hokey music under it that's what that was i'll give you the i'll get the one that doesn't have that under there but i i loved it like i've never heard someone bragging that they they read a lot but then again that's him and saying i comprehend i comprehend better than anyone you've ever interviewed but I, i'm sorry you're right he, he shows no leadership and the stammering and the stuttering is so um in the way i just and when i say leadership and i say take this out of politics because you know I'm trying to get right with myself and be more positive. Um, take out, think think about when you were a teen or a child and you asked your parents a very uncomfortable question. But did they ever stutter or stammer over it? They kind of were just like, they answered it with like fluidity and adultness and professionalism. It's just like, like when you have the birds and the bees talk or talk about sex with your parents. They don't stutter and stammer and just ramble. They kind of just like, not now, or, well, it's time to have this conversation. But for him, it was just like, these are these are conversations you were asked every day during a press conference. Like, But now you're like in your own setting. You're comfortable. It's one-on-one. There's not, you don't have judgment around you. It was, it was just, un, once again, taking out politics. It was just, whether you like him or hate him, or in the middle with him, it was just uncomfortable to watch to see a world leader just kind of cower behind a desk to answer some of these questions. And when he didn't cower, he kind of stood proudly on top of the desk. And we were just as viewers going, what are you talking about? That it was, has nothing to do with that. It was 
it was it was very entertaining and yeah and, and embarrassing and equally embarrassing um watching it gave me lots of smirks and smiles and thought that you know maybe maybe Kanye wouldn't be the craziest person who could ever be in that office but, but and, did you find that when you were smirking and smiling it wasn't from him it was the reaction of the reporter yeah Jonathan, like he was just like what Jonathan I didn't ask that question yeah Jonathan <laughs> Swan like it, it's it's something like we've never seen before because I don't think we've ever seen someone who has that level of access to the White House sit down with the president and much like um people within the the Russian government seem to like fall out of windows or disappear. I would be worried if I were in the president's circle and, and like they let that thing get on TV. Like, no, like if I were the president, whether I was a, a whatever level of dictator I was, whether I was Vladimir Putin or just a peaceful leader of people, I would never mm-hmm. let something so shameful and embarrassing as that get on TV. But you gotta, but you gotta keep in mind, and, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna act like I'm someone in insider circle. So this is why I should be. This is why I'd be perfect on the View because I, I try to find the good in everything, and like maybe keep in mind as a reporter, this is like no matter who, who the president, or no matter who a world leader is, like when you land that, even if it's the governor, like when you land that one on one, you're like, you just go fuck yeah, and as someone who is just criticized as much as he is, that's why I'm just like the president, why I'm bothered, why he's stammered. Cause like, this is, this is honestly your arena, Mr. Trump. Like you're one-on-one. There's no other really cameras around you. There's no one interjecting, asking rebuttal questions about any of your answers. Like this is his arena. Like he thrives on one-on-one type things. Look at, look at any um, interview he's ever done with like ABC, Fox News, NBC, CBS, when like when he's one-on-one with someone, he's, we even talked about like, where's this, he's been confident, he's been assertive, I hate to say it, aggressive, presidential, like, you know, like, but he answered, admit, okay, before I put my foot in my mouth, I don't agree with anything he does, I'm, I'm not a fan, we all know this, but like, there's been times he has talked, I disagree, but I'm like, Damn, he says it's with great confidence. Where's this leader? Like right. we don't want we don't want Trump rally Donald. We need this world leader who's kind of just like, yeah, I don't agree with this, but I have to do what's best for the people. You I, know what I mean? I agree. So I'm just like, where's this? At? Less this of, was his arena, and I, I just think he failed miserably. Yes, there I said it. He <laughs> had he had home field advantage, and he got blown yeah. out in front of the home fans and. I agree with you. When he's not being bombastic and trying to get attention or tweeting, he can be presidential. However, after however, ye- say that one more time. However, however, <laughs> after after yesterday with that and the the graphs that he that a, a guy that I a sports writer that I follow on Twitter said I've seen more articulate things on Paw Patrol with his <laughs> graphs that he had and, and how big the the graph lines were. And then the Yosemite <laughs> comment. You heard that, right? Oh, listen, listen. I go, yeah, go finish your say. Finish what you're saying. He said instead of saying Yosemite, yes, he said I know Yosemite, like anti Semite. Oh. And he corrected himself another he didn't get it right. So I'm go- I've said this before, and now after seeing the graphs and watching him mispronounce Yosemite, 
Um, and and when he reads, he he is he actually has a lot more decorum when he reads and sticks to a prepared speech. But he doesn't do that often. So the size of the bars on the graphs, misreading things, and his desire to always want to speak extemporaneously, like off the cuff, so he doesn't have to read. I'm going with this. He's legally fucking blind. Or 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 I could take the more. So- he could be very well dyslexic. Like yeah. I, 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 I you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not making fun because I, I had struggles growing up as a kid. Trust me. You can ask my mom. You can ask anyone. Like I never really talked about it, but like there are sometimes I would see a, a sentence and I'm like, this sentence doesn't make sense because it's not in order. Like, you know what I mean? It, and it has nothing to do with my intelligence. It was in my brain. So, but like with, <laughs> okay. I said yesterday, cause I was, I was texting a friend. We are both very, not that team with political parties. So like we were just talking and I just said to him, I go from what I saw to process what I heard, I need to see what he said in writing. Like <laughs> I need to like yeah. see it in font and just read it for myself and interpret it the way that I think it's intended to be interpreted. I don't know if he was nervous, but you can't be nervous when you're the president because you're always on like that. That's anything. That's any leader. Once again, take it out politics. That's any leader. Had a household, governor, president, superintendent. When you are a leader, council council person, you better be prepared for those questions about y- your job. So it, it, it was just, you kind of since felt bad for him because he was just not there. But it's but looking at past stuff, you're just like, are we shocked? Am I shocked? No. You you bring up an interesting uh, alternative. Like I I first I I had read years ago now that somebody thought he was blind, but he also he could be dyslexic. There's something there as to why like he will. I mean, there's enough evidence to for someone smarter than us to at least posit the idea that he is dyslexic. He has a learning disability, a reading disability. He is fucking blind. I mean, something, and there's nothing wrong up. with those things. No. And I just think, like, I think it would put a lot of us at peace of mind to be like, hey, something very lighter. Remember back in the day when American Idol was, like, huge? And Fantasia won. And it come to find out, Fantasia was illiterate. She literally had someone play the music for her and interpret the lyrics for her. Like, she had, like, a tutor on set. But, like, she came out and said, we're like, oh, that's probably, she wasn't the most articulate person when talking on American Idol. I know this is very light, but I'm like, it's, sometimes it's just, you look for these answers, and I think for a lot of us, like, that would make sense to me, instead of him just going off the cuff all the time. It's Wednesday, sorry, that's the dumpster. Oh, there we go. It's a nice day. Yeah. You, you got your, you got your, we, we can... I know you said you like the fall weather. Uh, we can have a compromise day on Friday, sunny and eighty-one. How about that? You know, I don't mind this weather. I just don't like humidity. I know. I, I mean, was talking no, about with a, nobody does. I was talking about with Elijah. I, you know, I, I, I don't mind heat, but living this is year two, going on year three in October, um, of living in a second-story apartment. I didn't really mind heat. Heat came with the territory, but there's a whole different category of heat. In humidity, when you live on the second floor of an apartment, it is hell on earth. Heat rises. It's bad in the summer and good in the winter. You know what else rises? Hey-oh.
My dick. Um, okay. So, so I think I, I think I figured out this Mulan stuff. Last Listen. night, the story came out that it was going to be released for 30 bucks. And maybe I read through it too quickly. And I thought that meant Mulan was supposed to be out in theaters, I think, like a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, movie mm-hmm. theaters are not running anything current. And Mulan, uh, Mission Mulan and Tenet were, were the ones that most people were talking about needing to be in theaters. When will they come? They'll, they'll bring us back. So Mulan will be out for $30. I misread it because I thought Mulan would be available like to rent on video on demand on Amazon. Oh, no, 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 no. On Amazon, on PlayStation, where have you. And there's two sides of this discussion here. Will you pay the $30 for it? And then how do you feel about, okay, it's not, it. so far as I know, it's not on video demand. It's on Disney Plus, but unlike Hamilton, you will have to pay in addition to what you already pay per month, the $30. And then the good thing is you get to keep it forever, but $30. So, hey, come on over and watch Milan. By the way, so- it's, it's $10. <laughs> it's $10 to get into my, my, my living room. So I believe the way they worded it on the Disney website, because you know me, I met it's a premium rental. So you do you do keep it, but like it's a premium rental. So like you are paying your excuse me, uh eight ninety nine or six ninety nine, whatever you pay a month. I get it for free because I'm a Verizon customer, but I think my contract up is up with that in February. So I'm willing to pay the thirty dollars, especially if How I get you? to keep it. Well, if I because I don't I don't pay for Disney Plus now. Remember, I still got that promotion free for Verizon. All right, so, but I know like a lot of people are struggling right now, and I like and they're pinching pennies. So I don't know if the thirty dollars is worth it for a family. Because like, just come over to my house. We'll set up some tents. Come in. I'll take. I'll check your temperature. Wear a mask. I'll pop some popcorn. We'll have a field day at Castle Floyd. Well, but thirty dollars. Where do they come up with that though? Well, may they they've done math to try to figure out what they can do to make sure they don't lose money. And for me, an individual to pay that much for a movie is a lot because I usually pay like seven or eight bucks. But most people go to the movies with other people. So you just talked about, well, you know, we'll do a family night. Well. That $30 is a pretty inexpensive investment when you can go buy some snacks and you can entertain a bunch of people. So let, let me, I have, I have a couple of questions. One, you said you'd pay for it. Is that the movie? No, I don't. Okay. So you don't want to. No, you, no, no. I'll pay for Mulan, but I don't do the promotion I got through my cell phone carrier. I don't pay for Disney Plus. No, now, if I paid for Disney Plus, it'd probably be a whole nother different. All right, I'm different, asking you. Yeah. Do you want to pay $30 to see Mulan? Well, at first I said no, but then you said you get to keep it. So, yeah, because I'm okay. I'm justifying it this way. Bear with me, Sir Chase. So, for me to go to movies, it's like, what, 8 to $10. There's $10 right there. Now, if I really enjoy the movie and want to buy it on Blu-ray or DVD, it's going to be like $20 anyway. So, in the course of me seeing it cinematically and then being it re- released on my own accord to buy – that's thirty dollars right there. So if we get to keep it, you just pay the thirty dollars up front. Even, but what if you don't like it? That's the that's the downfall right. of it. So for me, the the litmus test is Black Widow, and I feel, especially if it got good reviews, um, 
and they say, and reviewers say, like, this is like, you know, a top 10 Marvel movie or a top five Marvel movie. Scarlett Johansson is, is she's earned all this stuff. I feel like once I see a four as the first number, I, I can't do it. But, I mean, this, this might be, this is probably going to be more and more common. Now, I've said for a while, movies of all the places inside with people is probably one of the safer places because people aren't talking loudly and spreading droplets. So you're probably safer than you think you would be. For other people who no, are... No, y'all have that one person come in coughing and sneezing and sniffling. I'm like, oh, girl, get out of here. Um, well, then the movie theater shouldn't let that person in to begin with. But <laughs> y- you're probably safer in a movie theater than in most other indoor places with lots of people. And I know some people are concerned that this will be like a massive paradigm shift, potentially, for, for movie companies and production companies where there will be less reasons to go to the movies, which is an experience for some people, um, rather than just doing it at home. Now, the home watching experience has never been so good, mostly because it's relatively inexpensive to get a really nice TV. Um, Bethany shamed me, in bu- Bethany bullied me into getting a sound system. So for the same reason that people will stay home instead of going to a football game, you've got a great experience at home. So, now, Obviously, I mean, Elijah bullied me in buying a 65-inch TV. Yeah. Now, it's... I was like, really? Do I need this big-ass TV? Now, here's it, the thing. Not to let... I would never go back. <laughs> right. You'll never, never. get smaller. T- we're just getting bigger and, and better. Now, it's yeah. not a 650-inch screen like the movies and the sound from everywhere, but I don't... And I, and I know movie makers strive to make, especially like the Christopher Nolan types who are these auteurs and make movies to fit on screens that big. And I know that that's, but I don't know how important that is to the average person. Cause I think what it, what it comes down to is as with anything, it, it's content and is it enjoyable? Do I like it? It might not matter if it's 65 inches or 650 inches, because I can tell you that I cried just as, just as hard when Tony Stark died at home as I did at the theater. So I could, I would miss going to the movies, but I would adapt myself pretty easily. Are you crying? Oh, God, yeah. I was a sobbing mess. Listen, listen. if anyone's listening to the podcast, I am not a crier. There's one movie within the past three or four months that I sobbed like a baby and didn't even see it in movie theaters. And thank goodness COVID happened because I think I would have been a blubbering mess in the movie theater. Onward, the last fifteen minutes of that movie, whew, it's heavy. If, especially if you got daddy issues. Who? Yeah, so I feel you on that one. You didn't see Onward, but let me just say, no, but you, you, you got daddy issues. I, it's the same, but I'm saying, like, to elaborate on your point, it was it would have been my same reaction in a theater, to be honest, because it, movies are there for entertainment, thought provoking, and like nothing. Just because you're watching it at home, it doesn't change the cinematic experience. It's still going to be the same movie. When the, you haven't seen Endgame yet, have you? No, I refuse to because I have to see the first one before it. All right, what's something that we've seen? We both a movie that we like that we've both seen. You can talk about it. I've seen memes. I'm not. A, you will not. Here's the thing: when someone interprets a movie or spoils a movie, it doesn't give me like the visual and context behind it. It will not ruin anything for me. 
most of the time when something's dragging, I'll Google what happened in the episode of a TV show anyway. So you can bring it up. I don't care. I know. It, it, <laughs> I think it'll be more impactful if you give me a movie that we've both, we both liked. And it can be as nerdy as you want it to be. A Transformers movie. I've seen all of them. Except the fourth one when they introduced the Dinobot. Shit. Well, he said poop. Who is this man that's replacing all of our people today? I need another one. Pick a Marvel movie. Oh, Iron Man. I've seen Iron Man. Looks like your favorite behind Transformers. Okay, never mind. That moving on. I, hold on. You, you, uh, I, right, moving on. I, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pull up the actual <gasps> scene. Okay. Sorry. Uh, While you're uh, typing, look who's on my TV. It's Cobra Commander. Oh, I'm I'm watching, and I'm sorry to do that. You're fine. It's cool. This, this is a free podcast. You guys get what right, you pay right, for. Right. You yeah. get all of our flaws and all. You love us. Sorry. Uh, this At is Enterprise, my, my peace of mind Sit starts tight. with our complete clean pledge. Okay, so I'm going to have to move through this in the YouTube. Um, and because I don't... You bring up the whole movie? No, 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 no. But oh, it is three minutes. Like, sorry. Give me, so when... Uh, Get it when, uh, okay, all right, here we go. Um, but let me let me set this up. When I go to the movies, there's no one there, so I don't get that Friday night feeling when there's a moment like this and you everything like people's hearts and their emotions are palpable, like you feel it around you. I don't get that, but it doesn't. I don't know if that would make it better or worse for me, but let me play this, and obviously you'll get. I mean, this is the culmination of like twenty movies, um, mm-hmm. and sorry, and something we waited since the very first day we heard there was going to be an Avengers movie to be said. Uh, here we go. Hey, Captain so Cap has gotten his ass kicked by Thanos. On your left. Black Panther has returned. Caps mm. breathing heavily. <laughs> you can see relief in his eyes. I just got chills. There's the Guardians. Peter. He won't fight. 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 He won't Everyone, but you wanted more. 
need a, a theater full of people although it might have been neat to feel that because I can tell you the chills that I had when there's the pause and he says Avengers Assemble like 10 years 12 years of all these movies froze my body from the chills I got So, um, and, I, the, and I get the oh, same I, I get the same thing at home as I would in the theater even if there were people there so there are I'm back you're back <laughs> no so there has been only like a few movies where people have had that reaction that I've been to only three not that you care but like G.I. Joe was one of them <laughs> when Destro shows up like people were just like yeah um dream girls when Jennifer Hudson sings and I'm telling you she got a standing ovation in the movie theater I was like what the hell and the other one was um oh the the last Harry Potter movie when um, there, there's a scene at the end and like people started standing up and clapping. And I was like, is this like the movie experience people are talking about? Because I'm that person who's like, sit the hell down. <laughs> like, 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 I'm that person. Like I get the cinematic experience and I know that it's like, it's a joy for people, but I, I'm like you, unless someone invites me, I'd much rather go to a movie by myself. And I, as much as I have a big TV and have all these subscriptions and literally my debit card is floating out there in some cloud, I don't really abuse like on demand stuff at all. Like I should, and it's not crazy expensive. So I, back to our point, I would probably pay the $30 for Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I said, honest. if we'll see what happens, if tenant and black widow and other big releases, Go VOD and we'll see what the movie theater stuff. Because Justin brought up a good point, which I didn't even think about. Um, our friend Justin, who, uh, yeah, our, our old West End friend Justin. Um, if things get international releases before they come here, um, there will be a lot of spoilers that might be hard to avoid. And I I would do my best to avoid them, um, even though they'd be on websites that I go to and Twitter and stuff like that. But... That's the price we as Americans pay for not being as responsible and selfless as other places around the world. But my beaches and my right. bars and my... Did you see that party in Los Angeles on the mansion? And they like it was like it was like on their evening news or however they do their news there. But like they had like it was like on all for their major networks. There was like helicopters flying around this mansion where there's like I think the last total there was like ninety five people at this party. I didn't see that. I saw the yes. I saw some of the Sturgis, South Dakota pictures or thing it's like a motorcycle festival where people like a quarter of a million people come from all over the country. Yeah, like it's I don't know. It's just I don't know. It, no, I'm not a hypocrite because I do work in a bar, but like we do 
we do enforce guidelines and stuff like that. But like, just to see like these hot spots just acting like COVID don't exist. But it's it's just it's once again I say it at least once a week. It's disheartening. <laughs> well, that's a good transition over to COVID stuff. Um, the governor, I think, clarified what's going on with high school sports, at least contact sports. I, if I have this right, he said not every kid's got to get tested before every game because uh, athletic department said that's going to cost. He's like- just repeating himself now to me. Like when he comes on my screen, I'm like, what's on Netflix? Like he, I feel like he's he's talking. He's blue in the face. We just ain't listening. So well, I just people, Netflix people, it. Some people are. And, you know, you can always catch up after because he does it in the middle of the work day. But I believe he said they don't have to get tested before every game because that would have cost like ten dollars to $20,000 every week. And schools don't have that. So I think he clarified that. Put it uh, on the levy. Yeah, exactly. He uh, OSHA said that schools can now sell the TV rights or streaming rights to their to their football games, which would be good. Um, they can bring some money in that way because fans likely won't be allowed to be there. Um, so that's the sports stuff. But I think the big story from yesterday was that there's the recommendation, which is border, basically a mandate, that um, K-12 through kids have to have a mask to go back to be in school. So you've obviously been around kids a ton. We've seen this. We've heard for weeks my kid, my kid won't wear a mask. So I have a couple of suggestions. Listen, I, listen. I, I have a couple. Of I su- have worked with kids who have sensory issues, and I am friend. Well, when oh, I had ho- Facebook. Ho- hold on. Um, there are some exceptions for things like that. I have, I have two suggestions, and I want to know what you think of them. It's obviously a great teaching point for parents to go. We do this because we want to be responsible and unselfish and care about others. You can teach a little compassion. Two, um, Halloween is not going to happen in in great lengths. So you can kind of count it as like a dress up. And hey, tell your kids, a lot of kids like superheroes. Superheroes wear masks. Um, you can you can tell your kids, the younger kids, who are going to be the most difficult ones to make sure they wear the masks. Um, hey, you get to be a, a superhero. Would any of that stuff work? No. Um, you know what works? Uh, follow the leader. Put your mask on. Guarantee you, I'll say 85% of the children will follow your lead. I promise you. I who's promise the, who's you, the I leader? You. Your parent, your, the guardian. They, they see you put one on. They're going to have a fit. They're going to pull down. They're going to, they're kids. Whether they're like, so I used to work, I used to work at a, um, Autistic school or autism school, I should say. Sorry for my verbiage. Um, and there's kids with sensory issues, but I'm friends with most of those parents. On and, and all kids are different. I'm not generalizing, so I don't don't send me no damn message. <laughs> I'm just I'm just, I just generalize. Like I'm friends with most of the parents, and they were nervous about it. Like I'm not gonna say their names, but like a lot of parents are just like, oh, s h i t. Um, we'll just say Carl and Tiffany aren't going to want to wear their masks, but it starts at home, baby steps, like get them from the, like, I know this one parent, we've talked about him before on the show. We don't say his name. We'll just call him a little runaway. Um, his mother, you know, I'm talking about Eric. What's that? I said, were you listening to me? 
a text here. No, but I know who you were talking about. The I know I know exactly. Oh, we don't say his name. But yeah, so his mom was worried about that because he doesn't like to wear clothes and takes his pants off because he just doesn't like the way that feels. But what about the average kid? But I'm but I'm saying like that's the issue that people are talking about. The average kid, you say shut the hell up and you do what I say. You so, put the mask on. That's but, what you say. You, the, the, monkey see, monkey do. The, I think the average kid is more the majority than those kids, and there are exceptions. The, the governor talked about that. I, I have. But I'm just. I sorry to cut you off. I'm saying if if these kids that I like to call with my with their gifted special talents of feeling like the fibers within fabrics can wear a mask, then your little precious Johnny, a five year old, a tender age of five year old, who's he can wear one. Like you Good have point. to tell him he has to wear one. He can wear one. If if a kid who doesn't like the way cotton feels on their fingertips and will have a fit about putting on a t-shirt, then your precious little child of five who's of sound mind, body, and soul, who I'm sure just it, it gets what he wants whenever he wants – can wear a mask. They except, can wear a mask. Except in one situation, because that, that's a great point. Um, but what about, because let's go back to your, your first point, that this is about, you know, it starts at home. What about, let's say, uh, Todd in Bedford. <laughs> if you know, let's, say, <laughs> let's, say there's a, let's say there's a Todd in Sylvania. Let's say... Full-on crew socks and cargo shorts. I got it. Let's yeah, the, go. The, Todd, Todd in Bedford... <laughs> has a brother, Craig, in Sylvania, who has kids. I hope people like that don't have kids, but whatever. And those parents have been defiant and very against wearing a mask. And now they've got to have their kids wear them? Like, what do they do? Like, I, do, I'm, I'm guessing... Well, their, their kids, I, I, well, their kids are going to follow their lead. So I'm, think guessing, think of, I'm guessing they're just going to keep their kids home. So think of any other stubborn parent or leadership guardian role the saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree didn't come out of nowhere you know what i mean like it's legit like ooh, you are your mother's child like there's stuff i do as an adult that i'm like damn i'm donna like you know what i mean so like it it, i don't i just apple i uh, i just think is it is it a and this is going to sound really horrible is it a form of abuse if they get sick or something? Because the first thing they're going to do is take, heaven forbid, little Kyle or no, they'll have, Connie they, they, to they the ha- hospital. This is this is like you know, Craig can't go into a store or buy from a place without a mask on. That those kids will not be allowed in school. And if you say that there's some kind of behavioral issue or health issue you you better have a legit doctor's note i'm guessing craig might just elect to keep their kids at home so this way that they don't have to you know if there's no way i'm gonna let the government if they're not telling me what to do they're not telling my kid what to do i'm guessing they'll well, keep more pop- well and honestly if that's their is that and that's you're allowed to keep your kids at home at home just make sure they're giving them an education though yeah like I, that's my thing. That's my thing. Like, if you were that defiant person, and you're, yeah, some probably listen to the podcast. We might lose some today. No, no they don't. I, We've I, run I, them off. I'm just saying, but like, I'm just saying, if you are that person who's like, I, my rights, my body, blah, 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 mask, I'm not going to do it because the government tells me, then guess what? 
you should have never got your driver's license because the government tells you need the license to drive. Like, there's so many other yeah. things. It's just a mask. And honestly, and I've said this before, as someone who works in retail, if you have to wear a mask, know what you want when you want it. Go inside and be like, I'm here to pick up milk, egg, and cookies. Like, find an associate. They'll find that for you, especially if they're just like, oh, we want you out the store. I'm annoyed. Like, I, I just think these, we're just, we're, we're a society and a country good with excuses. And I'm just like, yeah. knock it off. Next uh, next thing in regards to this, and now we're getting the lawn mode here outside the studio Uh-oh. window. It, 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 it's it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. This is this is not a good idea, but it's an idea. I already spoke to a friend of mine. Um, do you remember Kelsey, the cute, dark-haired girl that came in here one day from Springfield? She's a counselor. All right. Oh, I do remember. She sat Seriously. next to me. She came with someone someone else that one day. I don't remember. but Yeah, uh, it was her and someone else. I know exactly what you're talking about. I ran it by her, and she told me, she, she pointed out exactly what I thought would be the problem. In the same way that Kids have to be vaccinated to to go to schools, right? Like, you've got to have X, Y, and Z taken care of before you can go to school. And that's why, you know, kids haven't. And there's been many outbreaks and measles and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, no one wants polio in 2020. Trust, we don't want to add that to the list. So I was wondering, again, it's just an idea. Every kid has to be tested before they set foot back in school. Now, one, I know there might not be be that volume of tests available but um are we covid testing is that what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're testing for covid before they set foot back in school whether it's two days or five days because if you're going to cram a bunch of people into an indoor place we should take the the best precautions that we can now one it it might not be feasible logistically to get all those tests uh two who pays for them is it covered under insurance how quickly would it happen and then the, the the blind spot in this is, okay, so you know Jason, or let's call him Jace. That's a more modern name. Jace <laughs> doesn't have COVID on, you know, day one of school. But kids are only there for, you know, six, seven hours a day. There are other places that you can't, maybe shouldn't police where they could conceivably pick it up. So does that mean that kids should be, you know, to stay safe? And you still wouldn't cover all the the holes here they have to get tested every two weeks every month i mean it seems pretty unfeasible that's why i said it's an idea and not a good idea but we want to make kids more than anything as safe as possible especially because we know that they're likely safer than all uh, than adults especially sick adults but they're also not likely to have symptoms so they're very likely if they have it, not have symptoms, and then pass it on to others. And that's why I'm wondering if we rigorously test them, we can get them back in school. I, I don't know. I just look at where we have become. <laughs> look at where we've come. Um, I just think if you test them, didn't don't they have to quarantine for two weeks? And you have to, then that's after they get tested. You've done your part to get them tested, but like, Who's to say after they get tested, they don't go over their cousin Johnny's house and Johnny's parents are anti-maskers and they're just a hotbed for COVID. Like, it's just, I I just feel like when you do that, I'm not against it, but you just open the door to a whole bunch of other new stuff. Like, did you get your COVID test? Yeah. Yeah. Did you you incubate yourself for a week or two weeks? 
Yep, absolutely. Knowing damn well your kids are outside playing hide and seek with well, other, you I, know, it's, I, so it's I, just, I don't know. I wouldn't make them quarantine. I wouldn't lock the kids down. But yeah, that that's the pitfall of this idea. You might not have it on day one, but you go to someone else's house in mm-hmm. another school district and they might not be testing. I, I don't know. It, it it's a it is a very complex and thirty thousand pound idea. Um, and I don't know if the the people power and cost and time is worth it when things could still fall through the cracks. Now, look, if there was a test as simple as like a contactless temperature read, which I think is kind of ridiculous and, and not indicative of anything. Because if your kid has a fever or you have a fever, you should stay home whether it's COVID or not. But if we had a, a COVID test like that, and who knows how far out that is, it would be feasible. Um, this might not be, but that's why I called it an idea, not necessarily a good idea. But, but I know everybody wants kids back in school, and I'm just trying to brainstorm ways to make that happen. I mean, and, and I'm sure like your thought process has went through many parents and administrators' minds. Like, I, it just it it, it make I, we say this all the time, jokingly. What a time not to be a parent. Like, yeah. It is it's such a blessing right now. Like I see my sister stressed, and I'm just like, how's that working out being a mother? Remember when he was cute and precious about 14 years ago? Ooh, girl. But like, um. And all joking aside, I just, I, parents have, parents ultimately were the original frontline workers with this, like, especially when it comes to children, like, not taking away from nurses or grocery store workers, but, like, like everything starts at home, and it just, you could tell which parents in working in retail are taking this serious, and you, you can see the ones who are just going with the flow, because the someone told them to do something. So kudos to the administrators and teachers because I, I'll say this. I'm happy I got out the game when I did because I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. Honestly, I, 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 that's just me being a hundred percent authentic and honest with you guys listening as a paraprofessional. I loved my job. I did it since high school. Like I did, it was pretty much my whole adult life until two years ago. I, blessing and a curse, like I miss it, but the blessing part, I don't know if I could do it, honestly. You might have, you might have been, uh, you might have had to leave the job. I mean, here's a silver line. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a diabetic. I have an immune comparable disease. Like there's, and diabetes is only one of them. One of the one things I'm outspoken about. Like I have a lot of other health issues that like, if this, heaven forbid, like if, COVID were to ever hit me or I, I'd probably be hooked up to a ventilator within like a month. Cause like, I just don't have a strong immune system. And I've been like that since I'm a preemie, like I'm a, I'm 37 years old. Like I am, I'm, I'm a miracle child. Anyway, I'm a premature baby. So like my immune system has been shit since May 28th, 1983. So it's, I don't know if I could have done it. I honestly, like, I think if my boss was like, Hey Floyd, we're gonna reopen. I'd probably be like, no, I was very hesitant to go back to JC Penny. Like, even though we only are operating at limited hours, I'm just like, all it takes is that one person, Floyd. And I have to keep that in the back of my mind. And I know other people are going through it too. So just saying, as an as an educator, former educator, I don't know if I could have came back or done it. That's just me being honest. Um, one last thing. 
Um, I, it's always an underlying thing in our discussions. You know, it's been a struggle in for six months in so many ways. A lot of people have had severe and dire, maybe life altering financial issues. And I don't want to be too much of a, I don't be more of a dick than I knew than I normally am. Uh, sometimes it's just an unfortunate, unlucky circumstance. Sometimes you have made some questionable decisions and you didn't have a lot of runway to help yourself and here you are whatever it is you know let's put it all in, in one plate um every time there's a bankruptcy i remind people that hey those places were going out of business anyway and in fact many of these these stores that we're familiar with you could have predicted anyway for one reason or another i'll use i think was it lord and taylor the other day announced bankruptcy i think it was lord and Ta- lord and taylor to uh, high-end fashion, uh, high-end department store like uh, oh, high keyword end. high-end. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I think, <laughs> I think Lord and Taylor is in between Macy's and Nordstrom. If that gives you like an idea of what they are. Like it's like a major market area because I've never yeah. even heard of it. Okay. okay, so Lord and Taylor, I think, went for bankruptcy, and uh, the men's warehouse, the commercials. I the, did see that. Yeah, they they're bankrupt. So a lot of these are predictable, and then there's there's, there's Pier One because. You know, I I could have told you that they were in trouble anyway because I shop at Kirkland's. There's at home. There's home goods, and I don't need to spend two hundred forty nine dollars for a cushion and a bamboo chair when I can get one for ninety nine dollars. So you you can say a lot of these places were in trouble anyway, and all COVID did was you know get them to the end Amp of their days. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of instead of bankruptcy in June twenty twenty two, it's here now because you you ran a bad business model. Same thing for, you know, people as, as well. Then there's the good businesses. There's businesses that have come from nowhere and take advantage of opportunities. They've seen the window and they go, hey, I can make some money here, but also maybe help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and businesses, restaurants have done that. Uh, Fallon Fodder switched over to more of a, uh, like a, a, a food bank or a food store and has donated a lot to the community. And then there's this place. And it goes back to what we talked about last week with Columbus. And you might remember that I said that the the, the bar hours were going to have to like shut down at 10, but they could, you know, the, the story said 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. are their hours. And I was like, okay, so, you know, instead of getting drunk late at night or whatever, go do it at breakfast. The Polish <laughs> ostrich is a bar here. I forget where they're at, but how are they adjusting? Okay, we can't sell alcohol after 10 o'clock. Beginning today, they're doing breakfast. So just shifting early. Yeah. I mean, but like that that but it goes back to what I've said all the time. If you listen to the show or any time on the podcast, humans are animals. We'll adapt. If you give us like if you throw a fork in the road, we'll just go our own way and figure it out on our own. Like we adapt. We're Some will. We're an- I mean, but most of our animals, like it's like I said, when remember when he said no selling alcohol after 10, I was pissed. But then I thought about it. I go, Oh, we'll find a way. And what did I do? I went out Friday for a little, just like my little experiment. I never go to a bar before seven o'clock. I was like, well, I'm off today. Let's see what's popping in on Adam Street. That, Man, I have never seen Adam Street so busy in my life in seven. I was like, does this normally happen? Do we not have jobs? Like, I. And they were still practicing social distancing. Like, distancing. Like I said, everyone 
just kind of, I guess everyone just synchronized their Google calendars. It was like, you know what? We normally meet at 10. We have to shift it three hours earlier. And they were like, okay, dearly noted. Yeah, when it comes to like lower level things like that, like socializing and whatnot, we'll, we'll find a way. And that's why people who say loss of freedoms and, you know, government... Ugh. Government dictators and orders. No, it, it, I'll put it this way, and maybe somebody will call me out on it or, or whatever. If you want to use the F word freedom, it's a rearranging of freedoms. <laughs> so like you just said, instead of staying out until 1.30 in the morning, we're going to we're gonna wrap it up at 9.30 and start earlier. It's just, they, they are really inconveniences. But for the businesses, I mean, the really smart, clever, innovative ones will will be around I mean, yeah. any, any, but I love, I, there's two sayings I really like. One, we, we say sometimes adversity doesn't build character. It reveals it. I see the character, the good character in the Polish ostrich. Um, then the other one is anyone can be a captain in calm seas. Just smoke a pipe and steer the ship. But when things turn into the perfect storm. <laughs> what are these old Caucasian proverbs you're saying to me right now? Black people drove ships too, or what, uh, captain of whatever. No, I've never heard anyone say, smoke a pipe, drive a ship. And like, Rah! like I was but, waiting for a parrot to come afterwards. Like, when oh. <laughs> I'm sure there were black pirates. Um, there was a black pirate in Game of Thrones. But when, There was one in that movie with Tom Hanks. He said, look at me. I look at me. I, th- those are pirates too. <laughs> a pirate doesn't have to have a patch and a peg leg. <laughs> But yeah, any anyone's a captain in calm seas. But when there's a perfect storm, that's when the true talented captains come out and and save the ship. So, all right, I I, I agree with you. I was I was just giving you a hard time. This is being real serious. Um, can I shift? I know you said last thing, but can I shift something? Hold on one second. Hold on, don't go anywhere. Oh no, you gotta do your thing. I forgot. Yeah, here. something with our the automation. I'm sorry. Yes, can you shift something? By all means. Okay, so remember, okay, so um, for our loyal listeners, because I know there's a few of you. First off, I have to say this real quick um, to, oh, no. Hold on. Yeah, see, now you got to hold on for me. Uh, to, I'm going to say his name. To Tom. Um, we don't normally do shout outs. But Tom, thank you for listening. He listens to us every day. Awesome. And we have recaps on the radio. So I wanted to say that to him. He hit me up on Twitter. So, yay, Tom. Thank you for listening. Um, so, remember, remember yesterday when we were talking about Ellen and I was, like, trying to defend her? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to try to renege and take back some things I Don't said. Don't say that Re- word. I hate that word. Renege? R- renege, yes. The, yeah, because it's real, real close. I've said, <laughs> and I'm only laughing because I've said around my white friends before, and they're like, what did you say? I go, I know. never mind. I, I know. changed my mind about something. Yes, so there I'm we like, go. Yeah, All right. <laughs> So, so um, what's got you so changing her, it? Her DJ, the old DJ Tony. Okay. He came out with like accusations about her. Like and what? I was like, w- about the toxic environment. Like no one, I don't know if they're like sworn or signed like something where they're not allowed to talk about what quote unquote toxic environment is. But like, he was like, hey guys, just so you know, I didn't really go on tour with anyone. I left the show because of, I did experience toxic work environment. Now, he never pulled a race card, never put a sexuality card, or like anything else. He kind of was just like, I left on my own accord. And yes, to answer many of you guys' questions, that is why I left the Ellen DeGeneres show. So I'm just like, but keep in mind, we all love Tony. Like, even when Ellen like first started, we loved Tony, her British DJ. So I want to find out more, because now I'm that nosy viewer 
who's like, what the hell happened? But here's the thing. I'll still be watching Ellen because she makes me laugh. So I'm very hypocritical in that aspect. Just a counterpoint. Maybe he was a shitty employee. Maybe he had an axe to grind. And that's the thing. Like, we, we weren't there. But he's been gone for like 15 years. So I'm just like, Tony, why are you just now speaking up, bro? Right. Like, and, that, and there's the double and there's the double edge to my my opinion change. I'm like, but Tony, you could have said something a long time ago. You could have worn Twitch. Yeah. You could have worn John the producer. So yeah, I'm it's crazy because like it's like it's like I hate to say it on this level. It's like Harvey Weinstein or Weinstein. Like, one allegation came out, then 30. Bill Cosby, one allegation led to 27. So I'm just like, ooh. Well, like, I, what did you do, girl? I understand those because you feel, you, you, you do sit back because you feel like- Well, no it's one, emotionally, too, for these people as well, so. You feel like people, people will actually listen to you when others are, are speaking up. So I get that. But again, I, I just throw the counterpoint, and it's not to- demean these people personally it's just to throw out something plausible you know maybe 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 tony you know didn't get the raise he was hoping for or something and he has had an axe to grind ever since <laughs> maybe ellen would come out and go you know it was nice when he would sh-, and I, i'm sorry to use this bad example with him specifically like hey you know it's nice we were always happy when Tony showed up on time because it was rare. Like there, there are always these different sides. And why are you starting? Oh, I get it. Mm, okay. What's that? I see why he said he was late. I get it. It was me being. It was me. Oh, was that a co- joke? Was that CP yeah. thing? Oh, I didn't <laughs> yeah. even know he's black. You're about to color people. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. You're allowed to say that's fine. No, no, no. I was making a joke. Oh. Yeah. But, so, um, but we'll, so, we'll see. I mean, right now it's it's in the court of public opinion, and the court of public opinion can can sway and have a lot of clout, but uh, it might not be the truth. We're gonna end on a positive note, though. I have one more thing, and then we'll be done. Yeah. Did you see who's covering? Even though we hate him, well, I that hates a strong word. I should never say that. Strongly dislike him. Do you see who's covering the president tomorrow? Jaden will be there. Yes. Yeah. I saw that this morning. I was like, "Look, come on, little Oprah Junior, you better get get your Emmy award." So I'm excited because I want to know how he. I wonder. I want him to get to ask questions because I want to know his demeanor with a child. Because like, even though he'll ask those questions, we still have to be like, "Jaden's a child. You better be nice to him, and you better not go off the cuff." So I'm glad you brought this up. Because because of a couple things. One, you're right. I'd like to see how I, I want to know how he might interact with an 11 year old. Two, so our our intrepid young reporter has has become more confident and stronger with his opinion as a journalist in the last since we met him last summer. And I began to notice that I don't know maybe beginning of this year or something. And good for mm-hmm. him. He when the when he would retweet some Trump story or something, he would call the president out. In fact, just like yesterday... he did last night? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yesterday, when the when he retweeted or, or put out there that the president said... Um, about that, John Lewis, right? N- no, it was about the Beirut oh, thing. When the, when the oh, president, okay. When the president called it an attack, Jaden tweeted, fact check, false. <laughs> so... Um, Jaden posted. We're not going to go into it because it's more serious than that. But Jaden posted something about Donald Trump's remarks about um, the late um, senator or House Representative. I'm sorry, oh, throwing them all together. 
um, John Lewis, like civil rights pioneer, civil rights icon, like equality icon. Like he did a lot for so much for like people of color and like gay and LGBT, LGBTQ plus A rights um, and all that jazz. And he had shared something, a quote of Donald Trump. And I was just like, huh? Cause like, we are adults. I'm 37, you are whatever age you are. Like we think that kids are kids, but this is a, to prove, they take in everything. And even if Jaden wasn't in media, he still has access to news, has access to like TV stuff. Like, so kids are not, not as dumb as we think adults. Like, I promise you, think about when you were a kid and your mom was like, like I was, when was the Monica Lewinsky thing? Like 90, what year? Eight. What year? 98. 98. So I was like 12, 13. I knew what was going on. And I remember every time I walked in the room, my mom or father would turn that TV off. And I'm right. like, I know what he got, you guys. I'm not stupid. Like, we knew what was going on. Or, like, even to even date myself a little more, the Anita Hill thing. Like, kids understand what's happening in the world. Think of if you're an adult now with us with children that were born in, like, 98, 99. They knew what happened during 9-11. You know what I mean? Like, you can just go kids, look it up. Like, if you're... Well, if, if parents are so... But they're so, they're so, they're so, kids are so much more woke than most adults that like, like we're from the generation where parents tried to shelter us and keep us safe from harm's way. But like you just said, the information that you want to find is at your fingertips now. You right. just have to type in something and you'll find out one thing, but it'll take you down a rabbit hole of another. And once again, you're an expert on something within a 15 minute search on the internet. So it's, so the it's crazy that. I don't know. I just think, because I think about when I was a kid, like I knew stuff was going on, but like the kids today know that things are going on. Does that kind of make more sense? Absolutely. Like, it challenges. I knew the- shit was going on, but like these kids today, they're like, you can't bullshit them. Like my mom would turn off the TV. was like, that's inappropriate. Like, why is it so inappropriate? Now kids are just like, oh, you're going to turn off the TV on me? I got a phone. I'm going to figure it out myself. It it challenges the parents to parent better and explain Mm -hmm. things to their kids and have adult conversations in ways that get things across to their kids responsibly. So, yeah. What are you doing today? Oh, today is Wednesday. Yep. I ain't got shit planned. Wait, ooh, ooh, ooh. I have to go to get my, um, prescription and then I had to do something with my sister but I don't think she texted me yet but I've also been on my phone for the past hour and a half so I don't know it's Wednesday it's up in the air so far I got invited I have to double check what it is I got invited to be on a podcast today well that's fun I know, I know. Uh, I, I, have to... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the context of the podcast. Is Just, podcast. Oh, that sounds fun. So, uh, Jesse Coleman. I think he does like the the four one nine. I talked to him under another name on Instagram. So that that'll be interesting. And um, all right, yeah. Um, once don't you get drop f bombs. Yeah, I have to ask. Like, is this PG, <laughs> PG thirteen? Is it R? You is it hard R? Think, you should always think, and this is the way I approach my drag show. You should always think everything is PG thirteen. That allows you one F word and two S words. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And use them. Like, I, uh, use them wisely. <laughs> we're we're like PG seventeen here. Well, it it depends on some of the people. 
Like, I feel like I've cussed more on this podcast than I have in my whole life. And half the time, I'm just like, I can get my point across without cussing. I'm very Will Smith of this podcast. I don't need cussing to sell records. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Entanglement. You're not ever, you've never, ever been as corny as you. Oh, by, I heard Man in Black the other day, and that, that song is just a fucking classic. First off, don't ever say that Will Smith is corny. He's corny. No, he's not. Sorry. You listen to like hardcore rap. He's fine. He was. Never mind. I'm done. He's going right. through some things. Leave him alone. All right. Get us out of here. <laughs> All right. Bye.